Holy fucking shit. We're not going to do intro song? Nah, fuck it. Let's oh, just go. well then, holy shit. It's been a long time, so long that we can't even figure out how to get our headphones going, so we are doing this headphone-less. Headphone-less, so sorry if we get a little loud. And my name is Matt Morris. Jared Moxley. A weird, weird time, time recorded. recorded. Jared is... We left you. Jared is... um. I would say you're like visually upset. Oh yeah, I'm physically... Physically hurt. Which uh, is crazy to me because I just saw you smoke enough to kill an elephant. Yeah, and I'm just... Can't get those headphones to work. It's... I don't know. It's one of those things. I don't want to let it go. It's pissing me off. But what I'm trying to do right now in my life is live in a stage of acceptance. But so I, think, gonna, I think I've accepted it. Maybe the 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 usage uh, and uh, it goes hand in hand. Oh, sorry. I got I got the. Well, I smoked weed after it didn't work. Is that what you're saying? I got the uh, I got a throat thing going on. I'm sorry. I feel like we're not even podcasting. I feel like we're fake podcasting. Guys, so we're going back to old school where uh, when we first started this thing, Jared and I did not have headphones. It was just him and I in a room, and we were not skilled at it. And that's where we're going back to today. I thought you were going to say not sober. Well, no, that's that's a constant to today. Jared, it's been what? What has it been? Two weeks, three weeks? I thought it had been a couple of years. Honestly, is what it felt like to me. It's nuts. And, I, um, I felt like uh, Tom Hanks in the movie Castaway. It was just the waves were just like. Shh. And I'm, shh. I'm Wilson, and I'm just you, like, my you... tooth hurts, <laughs> and then I'm like, help, help. There's boats going by, maybe a plane every now and then. Do you think that he face-fucked Wilson? Be honest. No, but what they should have showed was him just leg-spread masturbating on the beach. Because <laughs> you day, know that dude day two, day two, you're just like, right. I know right when I start jerking off, that's when the boat's going to come. People are going to be like, what are you doing out here? And you're like, I'm saved. Tricked you. Because that's see, how it works, man. Right when you start jerking off, that's when people walk in. See, that I feel I feel like it's uh, another thing. I feel like it's uh, when I fart in, in a store. <laughs> that's when somebody rounds the corner and starts coming right down the fucking aisle that I'm in. I'm like, damn it. I didn't know anybody would be in the Tupperware aisle right now. That's the, that's the thing when you're, uh, if you're like, you're trying to survive and you're lost and you need help is you what you do is immediately just start doing embarrassing shit and someone's going to show up right around the corner like you're out in a desert you're just like oh, I need help you <laughs> <laughs> just release a little gas and someone's like oh, what the fuck are you okay god it fucking stinks in here, in this a, cavern <laughs> this is a this is a theory that you like we should call it no it is it, we should call it the um Moxley Morris yeah. theory where if it's a you, survival if, mechanism. If uh, if you need some attention and need some help, the, the yeah. thing you should do is do something that is deemed 
embarrassing by by society. And someone's gonna fucking pull right the fuck up, or just start start breaking the law and doing embarrassing shit. And I guarantee you, someone's gonna be there. And after they're like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Look at this fucking asshole." And then other people come, and then they're like, "Do you need help?" And you're like, "Yeah, I actually need off this island." They're like, "Okay, cool." And then you have but to dude, ride. You smell like shit. <laughs> you're gonna have to ride back with them. They're just making fun of you the whole time. Like, hey, here's Farts McGee. And then <laughs> by day four, you're just like, "You know what? I did it so you'd show up." <laughs> and they're like, "What?" I shot off flare guns. That wasn't embarrassing <laughs> yeah. enough. I started a fire. That wasn't embarrassing enough. I used enough. down palm trees to spell out help. No one showed up. But as soon as I started jerking off and farting, <laughs> you pulled right in. As soon as I started <laughs> face-fucking that volleyball, you showed up. He's just farting and coming. He's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, click. Click. There's that light, that off to the distance boat light. <laughs> oh man! So, um, so I think my, <laughs> I think there's a guy jerking off down there. <laughs> Pull around. So, uh, I worked with the I worked with this um, Mexican guy, like a uh, very Mexican guy. Uh. And him and I had it was a side job, so like he he helped me on side jobs, and like uh, spoke English but very broken kind of Mexican. Love it, We're, yeah, that's my favorite. He's and he was a great guy, uh, but we needed to go to the hardware store before we went to the side job, and in the morning when we were in the aisles of the of the hardware store, I ripped ass like in in the middle of an aisle i just farted like it had been waiting to get out of you all night and finally it was just like something jostled it loose (laughs) i like i took like one little bend down like i I moved to the left just a little bit and it was just like (laughs) something you smell and you're like i'm dying (laughs) it reminds you of death well and just like we've said the moxley morris uh paradox when something embarrassing happens here comes lo and this, behold. Here comes this old man down the aisle. <laughs> like he's he's moving and he's moving slow. This might kill him. And I'm like, man, <laughs> <laughs> this might take him out. <laughs> and I'm I'm thinking, man, he's moving slow enough that when he gets here that it might be broken up by then, but I doubt it. You're just looking at me like slower. Slow you need to put out like a wet floor <laughs> sign. Whoops. <laughs> you need to put out like a wet floor sign, but instead of the floor, it's and he's, because you farted. And Jared, he's coming down this aisle, dude. And when he finally gets to us, and he's like he's like a little hunchback. Like he's like walking slow and a little hunchback. He's looking at the ground kind of because of his hunchbackness. And when he gets to us and that smell hits him, he looks up. And, and racism hits him. And he doesn't look. He doesn't look at me at all. He looks right at that fucking Mexican and gives him and gives him this fucking stink eye, dude. He, it, it, I I can't do it through through you podcast. You stinky, dirty son of a bitch. And he he looks right at him and he just kind of shakes his head a little bit and keeps walking. Dude, you had a racist fart. <laughs> 
Dude, my farts. My what is farts, wrong with you? My you had a racist are... fart. You a fart made someone racist. Well, he was probably already racist. It just pulled it to the surface. I was gonna say <laughs> my my farts are like uh, showing racism's true colors. So <laughs> yeah, it's just like hold on a minute. You just fart at them, and then it just they're like they just start using horrible derogatory terms. So like, I don't know where that came from. Dude, oh. you shit my house the last time you were here, and I had to put a glove over my nose. A glove? Yeah, I was I was about to leave, and I had to come up, and I, I realized I left my phone in the studio. And I, I literally looked at my thought to myself. I was like, fuck. I was like, I have to go back up there. And I went, came back up. And, like, you, like, affected gravity. Like, I almost, it was like I was in a, a space shuttle. Like, and I was, like, floating. I had to put a glove over my nose. I was dry heaving because of the smell. Well, I've got to tell you right now, my diet has not been that that is. Um... Dude, it was, like, a bear shit itself and then died and then was dead for a while in the hot sun. Well, Jared, thanks for telling. The... No, it affected gravity, dude. No, thanks thanks for telling the uh, the people that listen to this, that doesn't make me feel like my feet didn't touch the floor anymore. I just started hovering, and I'm like, "What is happening?" No, this doesn't make me feel bad or anything. This no. this makes me good I put, content. I put really. a glove over my face. I no. put a glove over my face. <laughs> <laughs> like I was stealing something or something. It was weird. I got my phone. And I got the fuck out of there. It was like boom, ba dum, ba dan, 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 match shit here, dan, to get the fuck out. Holy <laughs> fucking shit! All right, we need it to was stop talking. We're though. not gonna do that anymore. Okay. We're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. Um, guys, I've been I've been in college, and my college classes are on Mondays, and Monday through Thursdays, really. And so what I what's going on is Jared and I haven't been able to do this, and um, tonight I I got out of school. Um, a little bit early. Normally they go till 9 p.m., but I we got out at like 8.15, so I was like, fuck, let's do this because I've been itching to do it. We got one in. So we we're going to get one in. in. We have a lot. I mean, it's been three weeks, so it, it seems like we should have a lot to talk about, but I'm looking at my notes here, and boy, all the things that I want to talk about are wild. I got some wild You're things. You're going wild? I got some wild things I want to talk about, Jared. Have we gone wild just like the girls? <laughs> Remember when the, all those girls went wild? <sighs> that was so if, if the definition of wild is just like taking your top off, then it's, I mean, wait, did they didn't fuck, did they? No. No, they. It was they really just, like, a guy went around and like, just filmed drunk girls showing their boobies. It was really like a soft core situation. Also very like who's jerking off to this? There's like other people in the background, some guys trying to get a beer behind her. Like it was I always well, that was, I mean that shit's kinda nuts. But when I was young, I used to love with that when that infomercial came infomercial came on. And yeah, I was like, I can't wait to go out to the bar, man. It's gonna be there's gonna be tits for days, <laughs> and everyone's just showing their tits. Never seen a titty in a bar. Ain't seen a tit since. And then when, as on the infomercial, as, as 
infomercial. I can't seem to say that word correctly. But as soon as like the the uh, bikini top came off, then these stars came up and like started spinning like. Yeah, like but those stars weren't spinning. that big. No, they so weren't like, big enough. You know that she had a tiny little areolas. <laughs> I watched the I watched the movie Ma. You heard of that movie? Oh, I sure have. The the lady that parties with the kids. So she like buys alcohol for the kids and shit. And usually I don't get down on movies like that, but where can I, you see this film? HBO right now. HBO now sponsor of the podcast actually. Thanks HBO. But uh, so I have a so the reason I am drawn to this film is because we used to have a dude that bought us alcohol when we were young, and his name was Reggie. And he was probably a child molester, like 100%. Everyone was very uncomfortable around him, but he used to party with us. And also it was like sometimes he would party with us, sometimes he wouldn't. You didn't know what Reggie you were going to get. I remember we used to hang out. One time we were waiting in my car outside of a Cowboys steak and seafood restaurant because he was a fry cook there. And he came into the car and just smelled like shit just because he's been frying seafood all night. And he would be like, ha-ha, let's go get some alcohol. And he would overcharge us. He would party with us. He asked one of my buddies to put on a condom once just to see if it fit, is what, what he said. Yeah, dude. Dude, no. So this dude's, like, taller than you. So, like, a six-foot-seven black dude with cornrows, and he's, like, chunky. And just, he was Reggie, and that's the guy that bought us booze. And... Pretty sure, heard through the grapevine, this is alleged that eventually he went to jail for child things? molestation. Oh my god! But when you need booze, so that's why this this you're, w- you're willing to risk molestation for when you need when we you were need booze. We were, and uh, he he drove, dude. It was so perfect. Like he drove a station wagon. Like a paneled, wooden paneled station wagon. And the te- the seats were all tore up in it. One time we were riding with him. And you, what you, you know, we all had rules. A lot of us weren't stupid. We knew, what, we kind of knew what we were doing. It was like you were dancing with fire, you know. You're like, all right, let's get the booze and get the fuck out of there. Don't, don't fucking ride in Reggie's car. Like, just make sure you're like not alone with him. Like, shit like that. You were like dodging bullets, but you needed that booze. So I mean, we were junk. We were teenage junkies at this you, point. You need, I guess you need to develop an entire game plan in order to get underage booze. Actually, you didn't need to develop a game plan. You just needed to go to Reggie and not get molested by him. That's what I'm saying. Like, right, right. The, the game plan was to, uh, like, it was like a Reggie survival guide. Yeah, it was like, uh, cause, dude, honestly, you know, the only reason I describe him. First, because one, it's a story, so shut up. I got to describe him. Two, is because this guy could have held you down and raped you at any point. He was a large man. That's why you're never alone with him. First rule, don't be alone with Reggie. Because <laughs> this dude's bigger than you. If he wanted to rape you, he could. Second rule. But, <laughs> but it almost seemed like, for whatever reason, like I rode alone with him once in his car, and he had just like shit all over his car. It was just a mess. It, the this uh, Like I said, messier previ- than mine. Messier than, about on the scale of yours. Yeah. And so I found a screwdriver, and I was trying to get to this party because I thought I might get laid, and also there was alcohol there. Reggie was involved, of course. So, like, this dude's driving me, and I grab a screwdriver from on his floorboard, and I hold it by my right thigh next to the, the door, and I'm at some point 
fully willing to stab him, open the door, and roll the fuck out. That's the level of what we're dealing with here. All to get booze. Yeah. Overcharging you. Overcharging us. Summertime. That's what he'd say. He'd be like, Reggie, what the fuck? Why is this? He'd be like, give me like this much money. And he'd be like, okay, here you go. And he'd be like, I can only get one bottle. And we're like, what? Like that bought like three times that last time. And he's just like, hey, man, summertime. That's what he would say? That's a quote from Reggie. Summertime, man. Because we lived in a, you know, a tourist area in Florida. So his assumption was, I'm just going to tell him it's because the tourists are in town and the booze price goes up. Which, as we all know, it might be a little inflated, but it doesn't change with the seasons, Reggie. And we all knew that. But, again, you're trying to get booze. So now, but then once he started overcharging us, like, dude, you're trying to molest us and overcharge us? Pick one. <laughs> Come on, Reggie, you're getting greedy. But it, but so and one time and we used to pool hop. We'd go to different hotels and we'd like basically just hang out in hotels all night because we're teenagers. We have nowhere to go. And if anyone tried to talk shit to you, like authoritatively or like you need to get the fuck out of here, the beach is right there. You just run to the beach and then run down the beach. Maybe get in the ocean. You're good. Like you're good. No one's gonna get you. So one time we were at a uh, lazy. The Radisson had a lazy river. And so we'd like, we're just swimming in the lazy river late at night. We're all getting drunk off of booze that Reggie bought us. Reggie decided to come hang out with us. And my buddy just, I remember like going down in the water, swimming and looking up. And my buddy's there and he's just like, he's the, and this is the buddy who's just kind of an idiot. Everyone kind of makes fun of him. You know, like that friend who's just like not so smart and just like. Is that me? So if you don't know that friend, it's you. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking maybe it's me. It's not you. But uh, so he looks up and he goes, we're all like, what's up, man? He goes, I'm going to get out of here. And we're like, what? How are you getting home? And he's like, Reggie's going to take me home. We're like, dude, no. Rule, rule number two. Also, we're in bathing suits and shit, and Reggie's just sitting there fully clothed, like murdered out black jeans, like <laughs> just this giant black dude with all these little 17-year-old white kids. It was very bizarre, and rule, we're all getting boozed up. It was Rule great. number two, don't ride in a car with J- Reggie alone without a screwdriver. Right. You're gonna, I'm going to like look for the screwdriver. I left it in the passenger door. <laughs> so he's just like, nah, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. And we're like, don't do it, man. Like, what are you doing? You're a fucking idiot. So he gets a ride home from Reggie. Later on, we're drinking at a party. And we're just like, what's up? Like, he goes, dude, Reggie's kind of weird. And we're like, yeah, Reggie's fucking scary. We told you. Don't fuck with Reggie. Like, get your booze and try to get the fuck out if he wants to hang out and let him hang out. It's basically the deal. But make sure a bunch of people are around so we can all take him if he tries to do some weird shit. And uh, he goes, dude, he tried to make me put on a condom. And we're like, what? He, and he's like, yeah, he just kept telling me, you know, you need to be safe. Just here, try this condom on. Hands him a condom and tries to get him to, you know, to make sure it fits is what he said. He kept telling me that he just wanted me to be safe and make sure that the condom fit. And we looked at him and we're like, Jared, this is don't drive home with Reggie, dude. Not without a screwdriver. No. And it has to be, like, the, the he was taking a long drive. In my defense, when I had my little stint with Reggie, taking a very short drive. It was just like, uh, I can probably make it. He wasn't interested in in seeing your dick in a condom. 
I guess not. <laughs> he he knew that you'd fit. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that movie Ma kind of like brought back a lot of like the because it's like I kind of had our own version of that named Reggie and. And the last thing I'll say is the first time I met him was in a Waffle House. Oh, of course it was. My buddy is just like, dude, I got a guy who will buy us booze. And he had dealt with Reggie before, and I'm like, okay. I was wearing an alternative tentacle shirt, which is like a record label that the Dead Kennedys were on. It had an owl. Or not not an owl, it had a bat. And he, we like, so we walk into this Waffle House, and he's in like the back left booth, just sitting with like, Three other seventeen-year-old white dudes, just like it was weird. It was just a biz- bizarre scene to see. And then we walk up, and we're just like, "He's like, hey Reggie, you know, you know what we're here for, basically." And he's just like, he like finishes his meal and like wipes his lips with the napkin. He's just like, he's like, "Well, let's go." <laughs> and he looks at my Doesn't shirt. Doesn't pay. Yeah, he looks at my shirt and he goes, "Ooh, boo, a bat." And like says some weird shit like that, and then we just follow him out to, and we went and bought alcohol, and it was dodging molestation ever since. It was wild, dude. Dude, you had to. That was exactly, it's the plot of the movie, Ma. Basically, exactly Spoiler what alert. you got going on right now was dodging molestation to underage drink. Yeah, man. So speaking of underage drinking. I follow Porter County Sheriff's Office. Um, it has an app. And in this app, you're able to click on uh, recent bookings. And there's pictures and names and the reason and race and age and where they're from. You booked up. And, and, uh, it, and the reason for being booked, when you click on these the names and, uh, every, and the uh, photo, Today, this morning, there was an influx of 18 to 20-year-olds. Oh, yeah, like 26 people got busted, right? So, the there was an influx. Just so many of these young people. They booked them? And they all, they all were like minor possession, possession or consumption. And there was, there was a hell of a party... That was fucking raided, I guess, at um, in Valpo. That every like a lot of people fucking went to jail, and it's like, how did they hear about this party? Whoever narked on these people, really? Do you think it was a narc, or do you think they just got too big for their britches and like we're at this giant party? And then like maybe a noise complaint dude, sparked. Yeah, them. dude, you ever been to one of a couple of those parties like back in the day when you were in high school and? It was almost like not even just one school. It's like everybody's there. It's like the, literally everyone's there. Like that shit get, gets busted every time. But you know what usually also happens? Is you fucking run, dude. So, Jared, I'd like to tell you a little story here because that's exactly what happened. Hell yeah. One time. Are you a runner, Matt? One time, Jared, there was a party in the middle of the country. Well,. Not so in the middle of the country. They there were still neighbors, but it was a little out there. Yeah, a little out there. It wasn't the neighbor wasn't right there, and uh, uh, the cops pulled up. Not with the lights on. Not like raiding the place, being like Freeze, all you guys of a sudden, are going to yeah, yeah. Jail. But like uh, the cops knocked on the door, and somebody was like, "Oh, it's the cops." 
dude. Since I was an athlete in in like college and stuff, yeah, I like didn't want to get busted, so I ran out the back door and it was a cornfield. And they're like, "Make your choice now!" Like the person's like, "Do do do!" Hey guys, just so you know, the cops are here. I'm answering the door. Are you a hider? You a runner? You a stayer? Do what you got to do. And he opens the door. Just like you were and like, Whoo! so I ran out the back door. And dude, I was doing like a fifty yard dash, and then and then. <laughs> And then I would dive. I'd dive down in the corn, and I and uh, well, the corn wasn't that high yet. Mm-hmm. And I'd dive down, and I'd lay flat. And then I'd kind of like look around, and be like, okay, okay. And then I'd get back up, and I'd run another like fifty yards, and I'd dive, and I'd get down to not get. Uh, dude, you did a little oh brother where art thou, dude? I almost ran all the way fucking home, and I was like, that was miles, dude, Damn, miles. Dick. And then. Come to find out, um, not everybody had cell phones at this point when I was in high school. Right. And come to find out, the only thing that happened in this party was they knocked on the door and they're like, okay, okay, like, hey, we got a noise complaint. There's no reason for us to come in here right now. Really? Just, just they wa- kept it easy on they you? Ki- they took it easy on us. Damn. And I was running like I... Like, like you were escaping prison. Oh, yeah. And I... I thought for sure I was going to jail. I thought the dogs were being sicked on me. I thought there was going to be a fucking helicopter and shit, dude. That's how that's how young I was. That's how much I thought. That's that... what it feels like, though, in that... those situations. That's what, in your mind, that's what's happening. You're, re- you're reacting the way that if that shit was real, you know? Dude, we had, so we had one at a house that actually lost my virginity in. It was a house that was like a vacation home for someone's parents that was never they were never there so they used to throw parties and i come downstairs they had some windy stairs i come down the stairs i hear like commotion and i see flashlights and i see people scuffling it looked like like remember that movie what was that movie where it was like found footage of like aliens in new york or some shit cloverfield yeah Cloverfield. it was like that and like i'm like holy shit so and i see my friend very Still my best friend of this day, but he's a very skinny gentleman. Very tall, lanky, skinny gentleman. I grab him like, let's go. And this group of people just starts running out the back of this house. And then we start jumping fences. He can only get to like the top of the fence. I have to grab him and I hurl him over the fences. Next thing I know, I land in mud. Lose a shoe. I lost a shoe. I had to dig down in the mud, grab my shoe, and run like I was a fucking running back with the shoe. And there's like you, you hear all this commotion. There's police everywhere, and everyone's like in the woods running. And then uh, we all stop. And dude, I swear to God, it was like out of like a survival or like reality show where it's like this group of people who are uh, would never have talked to each other within the party are now, like, sitting in the middle of the woods, like, well, I think they're over there. Well, I'm not sure. What the fuck happened? Like, and everyone's just, like, in this huddle, kind of. And we're all, like, none of us knew each other, really. And we're just in the huddle in the middle of the woods running from the police. And then eventually, like, shit happens where it's like, we gotta go! And you run that way, and this person runs this way. It got dwindled down to where there was, like, five of us. And one girl ended up having a cell phone. And I guess her dad was quote unquote cool. So she ends up calling her dad after running all night in the wood. I mean, like covered in mud, lost a boot in the mud, like lost a shoe in the mud. Like just, she calls her dad, 
brings it like we get get sent to her house and then we somehow got someone to pick us up and got out of there but it was like a legit like the things you did it was like war like it was like running from the nazis like it was the crazy that's how serious it felt at that moment like you were willing to do anything and it was like if you would have just stayed there you would have no one would have probably the craziest part of all this is yeah that's something that we did when we were underage but like when prohibition i don't know how long prohibition lasted and i'm I'm not going to look it up right now i don't think it was that long but like for a little stint there when pro when alcohol was completely illegal um Adults were doing the same thing yeah. that, that yeah, like were. teenagers were doing. They're like they're willing to get molested. They're just <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a hot scoop on a case of bourbon if you're interested. Just put this condom on and come on into my speakeasy, <laughs> Reginald Speakeasy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just walking around with flaccid dicks and condoms dripping off of them, drinking. <laughs> I mean, um, it's not so bad. Jared, you were talking about the movie Ma that you were watching, mm-hmm. and uh, and it kind of moved into this. Um, I have not had much time to watch too much TV, but I did get... Dude, I'm so embarrassed to say the words that I'm about to say to you, but I got, I got suckered into a re- reality TV show that's on Netflix, and it's called Love is Blind. And what it is, is there's a boy sector and a girl sector in this big-ass labyrinth. And there's pods that kind it's of... It's a reality show, though? Yes. It's not a real show show? Well, it's it's real people, and it's real, like, things. And if you... I'm going I'm going to tell you, like, what's, what's happening with it. And there's pods that kind of meet in the middle of the boy sector and the girl sector. And... Um, these, these 10 people, uh, 10 boys and 10 girls, men and women, I guess I should say, it's weird to say boys and girls, um, meet in the middle and there's, and there's, uh, they go on dates without seeing each other. They just sit on these couches with like this glass in between. Interesting. So it's like a psychological, like they're almost like being experimented on. Yes. And they, and they start talking about like to each other and uh you know like oh like i'm really we have a lot in common we're talking about these things it takes away um it takes away race kind of and like you know judgment you might have from just like seeing someone it takes away um yeah, the, the judge. Yeah, exactly, Jerry. Yeah, you it's, look at someone, you're just like, mm, or you're like, that's, ah. not, that's yeah. not my type. But like, right. so you you have to get kind of emotionally. It's like a reverse involved. relationship, you know. Yes. Because at first you're just like, oh, hell yeah, I like the way you look. Oh, oh, I like the way what you're talking about. But this is like the opposite. You're already getting the talky part. So, so, Jared, uh-oh. let me tell you something about this, though. Chung, chung, chung. The end result in this experiment is fucking marriage. What? They, they, in order to see the person that you are talking to, that you, that, like, you feel the most connected to, 
in order to see them and like move forward and like and kind of like claim them as your own because there's there's nine other guys behind you that are like I'm actually feeling Jessica the most and you're like fuck I'm feeling Jessica the most damn and then, I'm feeling Jessica too and, and then it's just like damn I thought Jessica was feeling me blah 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 like you almost have to swoop her up first and the way to swoop her up first is you have to propose to her dude you propose to her I'm out and then I, oh I know I'm out dude so the reason I'm watching this show is completely because it is so wild to me that that people are doing this that it yeah. that I they're that, lab rats dude. I loved it, dude. I, I loved watching you loved it. it. I loved seeing who was doing what. What's Jessica going to do? There was one guy. This is where they get you, dude. They're, they're actually lab ratting you. You're getting doubly labbed rat here. Oh, I, I'm, I was lab rat, ratted for sure. And But here's the, here's the thing. There was one guy that was like a little bit like funny and witty. Did you identify with him? No, I didn't really. Is that why you liked him? Um. You didn't let me finish. Sorry. I didn't. I didn't say that I liked. Sorry, him I got at a all. little weird there. Um, I didn't. I didn't identify with him at all. But um, he was like, he was a little bit funny and witty, and where he was the one that like every girl, not every girl, but there was like four girls that were like, oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling Cameron. Ooh. And then, and then the girls kind of had like this little dispute. In the uh, like, Cameron's mine, bet. Mm-hmm. No, Cameron said last night like he could really see himself with me, and he, she's the other girl's like, oh yeah. Well, Cameron last night said like, oh, I really feel like I could propose to you right now, and and then so these girls are now arguing, Ooh. and and they're like, oh, Cameron's a piece of trash, like. So Cameron kind of spread his himself kind of thin. Ooh yeah, he, he didn't focus on up. one. He's just out there fucking chirping all along, Cameron. So you go ahead and you get 30 days to decide, like, in these pods, like, who you're going to try and engage and whatever. Do you? So but can I ask a when, question real quick? Um, Yes. Do you have to engage? So, no, there's there. Not everybody walks out engaged. OK, so you can. But you, you have the choice to like it's not like the end game is engaged. It's like decide if you want to. But if not. Then walk the fuck out of here. I think only, I think five, I think there's five people that get engaged. Okay. And then, and, but the thing is, after those 30, uh, so wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. That question fucked me up. Did I fuck um, you up with that question? No, you're, you're allowed to ask questions in between for sure, man. This is a conversation. Um, What are you going to do? It's a conversation. (laughs) But you have 30 days, but people were proposing within the first, like, five days of just talking to each other and not seeing each other. So it was wild. (sighs) So what happens after that is they send you on, like, a honeymoon, like, where you you get to, like, spend time together and see if that, that person is actually your someone. And, dude, when they... When they finally come face to face and they have to spend like a the remainder of the 30 days with each other, that, that right there is where the reality TV Life happens. It, it, like, it just lights up, man. It's just like, oh, we're in a pod. I'm talking to you. This is nice. 
And then you're like, let's get married. It's like, you head to a hotel, and then it's just life smacks you right in the... So, pretty pretty wild. Dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, I thought the concept was, uh, it's very fun. It's, it's an awesome concept, but I would be the guy, if I did do that, I'd be like, <clears throat> talking to this person. All right, if this person's trying to... To get married on a reality show, they're probably insane. And also, what am I doing here? Am I insane? And then that would just break it down for me. Everybody on that show is insane. There is one couple that came from that, though, that within the 30 days, but it's only 30 fucking days. Dude, they will probably, because they're so crazy, become a power couple who just, like, run shit. They're like, nope, we're just both crazy, and we don't, uh, I reinforce his craziness, and she and Reef, it's like the opposite of, like, it's like the perfect bad, good, bad relationship, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But they're, like, it seems like they're actually kind of happy, but they're also, they're also both pretty attractive, so it's like, I'm sure when they saw each other, they're like, god damn, like, at least that. At least I could, I could definitely fuck that. For the rest of my life. Wait, the rest of my life? Till her lip starts to fall off of plastic surgery and I'm taking vitamins and Viagras and I'm fucking the pool boy and she's banging the nanny. And that's just how life goes, man. Let's take a break. Just another love song. (laughs) (laughs) Break. Hello. And we are back. Um, So I'm going to come back with a a story that I heard on the job site. I've never worked with this gentleman before, and he's uh he's he's our age, Jared. Just to put this into perspective, and I want to tell you, uh, he's he's very he's very difficult to um, interact with because he's so quiet. Okay. Getting anything out of him is just like, hey, you see any good movies lately? No. He doesn't want to divulge. Have you? And I'm just like, no. Okay. And then it's over. Well, we started talking about things. And he's got knuckle. T- no other visible tattoos except for some knuckle tattoos. So he's been through some stuff. So he's seen some shit. Well, Jared, he finally was opening up to me um, last last Thursday. He finally opened up to me and he was talking about his past. And he was saying that he had a troubled past. And I thought, okay, like maybe. That explains the knuckle tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, well, maybe his dad didn't love him the way that he should or whatever. That's not the case. What was going on with this gentleman, Jared, is him and his buddy when he was 17 years old this in the summertime, like right before the, their senior year. They played this game, and this game was who could make the front page of the paper more for terrible things. Whoa. But, like, not get caught. Not get caught, but, like... Do shit. Yeah, Do like, hey, I shit. did I did this fucked up thing, and it's in the front page of the paper. That's a dangerous game. It is. And so what he decided to do was grab some accelerant 
I think it was gasoline and doused down a church slash school and light that motherfucker on fire. Yikes. He was in the throes of some drug use at this time. And just doing uppers and burning down churches, man. <laughs> you know, we out here. <laughs> the dude, the dude got caught. And he went to jail for two and a half years. So, he, yeah, he didn't even get to graduate high school. And that dude was caught doing some some of these things. Illegal activity. Oh, very illegal. And um, so he won. He won the contest with his buddy because he had one front page write up and his buddy had zero. So the cost of him winning, though, was two years and Jail, not prison. He went to jail. Just a little short, little two years. And And, uh, obviously, he had he had had some problems with God God for doing that kind of thing. Like he 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 thought that that would be like the best way to go. But while he was in jail, he found God. He found Jesus, dude. Found Jesus in the jail cell. And then, and then that's, that's when, when his roommate, roommate uh, his, uh, his bunkmate, bunkmate rather, rather um, um, told, him, told him, "Yeah, I do, yeah, I, I do, do prison, prison tattoos. tattoos." And so and he, so got, he got, knuckle got knuckle prison, prison tattoos. tattoos. And after and he after found, he found God, God, what he what did was he got a cross, cross on, one, on one on one, and then the rest the of the rest finger, of the finger says, says, "Rejoice." And dude, and dude, those are those some are jail, jail tattoos, tattoos man. Dude, might do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Rejoice with the exclamation point being a crucifix? Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a it's a, it's a Jesus, Jesus piece, piece on, on the uh, before, before before rejoice. Oh, it's before. Yeah. yeah. So it's a Jesus piece. So it's like a Spanish exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rejoice! Oh man, and I I don't know why I felt compelled to tell this story on on the air, but I'll tell you right now that I loved listening to him talk because he was finally opening up, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" He's no wonder why he doesn't talk because every time he talks, he says this kind of shit. A classic game of one up with some. Gone wrong. <laughs> I see you uh, puffing on a jewel there. And we went outside on break, and I smoked a cig. You did not. You kept with the jewel. What's going on there? Can I hit that? Jared. This is a jewel? This is a jewel. I just hit it? Yep, you just, you just suck on it. You don't have to do anything. It's a little harsh, huh? I didn't expect it. Yeah. Dude, I did. <coughs> I did not expect that. What's going on with that? All right, let me tell you a little something about this. <coughs> Dude, I did not expect that. Yeah. I, why did I hit that like weed? Yeah. I fucked up. It's like hitting a cigarette like weed. So, uh, what's going on, Jared, is, is I am, um, I'm... Commencing on my journey on not smoking cigarettes anymore. No more cigs. 
So I understand to the people out there that are like, okay, yeah, but you got a jewel. You're still getting your nicotine fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Those people also maybe, some, some of them, maybe have never tried to quit cigarettes before. What prompted this? Jared, and I, I, I'm 32 years old. I've been smoking cigarettes for 10 years now. I've been thinking about it because I didn't start smoking cigarettes till I was 22 years old. Like I was Yeah, me too. I was I was like past. I was you like got out of it kind yeah, of a like, deal. You, like, you, That's how I feel as well. Like it's like you didn't get tricked into it. You like you willingly chose this. I should have you know? I should have been like past, like educated enough on the on the circumstance to be like I'm 22. I'm not going to start smoking cigarettes now. Not now. And that's not what I did. What I did was I began to bum cigarettes at parties and then uh then I started buying my own cigarettes and then here we are 10 10 years later I've never been like a pack a day smoker but I've definitely smoked my fair right. share of packs of cigarettes so now you're you're no more no more uh, I'm I'm trying my best Jared it is it is difficult um I'm having a bad time this this jewel. Okay, let me tell. I want to talk about this for a second. Let's talk about it. It does not curb my appetite for for a cigarette. Like I, day in and day out at this point, I still crave the action of smoking a cigarette, and the feeling that I get of smoking a cigarette. So this this like gives you the nicotine that you want with um. With the water, water vapor, basically. Like a less, it's like a lesser than thing. Le You're like, yeah, I guess this is okay, but this ain't the shit. Yes, exactly. And each one of these pods, they're calling them, is a pack of cigarettes. And in the last week and a half since I've had it, I've only been through, I've only been through, this is my second pod. And I, so a week and a half, I've, I've smoked one pod. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm dumbing down, down my, my cigarette, cigarette intake, intake. Whereas before I'd probably smoke like four packs of cigarettes a week. Yeah, or who knows, just doing it up doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's uh it's not it's not any cheaper, but I am smoking it less, so the cost is Yeah, this isn't a cost issue, it's more of a health issue. Yes, absolutely. And um, I understand that it seems ridiculous that I have to charge up this thing on my way to work so I can smoke out of it for a little bit. I mean, no, the battery life is, like, good. It's not like I have to charge it every right, right, 10 right. fucking minutes. But it's crazy. There's something, there's something wrong with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to better myself, and it's, it's because of me... Well, maybe that's the first step, you know. Maybe you start here. This is your starting line. That's exactly. And then what once it is. once you do that, you get some momentum, and so now you can move on to the next thing. Okay, we conquered that. Now where do we go? Okay, let's. Uh, I don't like this. Okay, let's let's curb that because if you were able to do that, you know, which is very very seemingly hard, then now you can easily tackle this thing a lot easier. So what happens right? is like. 
I mean, it's like the same thing that people stop smoking and they start chewing, and then they fucking chew. And it's still, so it's still a vice. I still have a vice. But, but yeah, but it's a lesser vice. Is it? And the, it's a step in the right direction. Is it though? What happens if I become addicted to fucking jeweling? Right, but I don't think you will because your mindset is that where it's like you're not. So when you when you start smoking cigarettes or whatever, you don't really give a shit. You're just like, this is what I do now. And then once you go, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to do something that helps me not do that. Then you do that thing. Your mindset's different. Like you're you're in you're set in the mindset where like I'm trying to get away from something. Okay. You know. So, so now you can you can like slip the rug from under it kind of thing, where it's like oh this my mind this whip like okay now we're doing this you you but you're not addicted to that like you were the other thing because your well, your head's a different place. You're, that you you is that a weird thought? You are. On the right track, but at the same time, what this is is nicotine, which is an addictive chemical, which I will yeah I will then become addicted to this jewel, even though I've said things along the lines of like I I really don't like it like it doesn't it doesn't give me so I I don't I so I get weird with addiction differently like for me it's not the it's not the nicotine. It's the, the it's the the act of everything. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's the fact that it's like I'm having a good time. I've been drinking. Um, I'm having a good night. It's probably a night off. Let's go. Let's smoke a cig. Let's drink some beers. Like it's that feeling of freedom that I get from doing these things. Like I know that if I'm doing these things, I'm in this mindset of like where I want to be. And honestly, dude, I'll go four days without smoking a cigarette. Yeah, like yeah. It, it doesn't affect me physically at all. I don't get like upset. I don't go, man. I need a cigarette. I don't. It doesn't bother me at all, which is really weird because once I get like four beers in me, I'm like, let's go. It's the time. But but it's like with me with a lot of these things, or it's it's the time. It's the I I'm getting to do my shit. Well, we now. we were different types of cigarette smokers. Like for sure, for sure. I'd smoke a cigarette on my way to work at at, yeah, at six in the morning. So and like, what sounds good in the what sounds good at six in the morning? Water. Maybe a coffee and some water. No. Water, eggs, and maybe a coffee. No, nobody should like wake up and be like, "Ooh, can't wait for a fucking cigarette on my way to work." And I was doing that. And I, I did it help you get up though? <laughs> Cigarettes? Yeah. No. What What I'm saying is like the the causality of like these situations, like does that like draw you to the thing? Like if you're if it's just like man, if I'm smoking cigs, I'll get up because I want that cigarette. You know I mean, what I mean? I'm not smoking cigs for the last like week and a half. Is it now, harder to get up? And I'm no, no. I mean, I still have to go to work. That's good. I still have to go to work. It's not like I'm more. You on that money cigarette. Yeah, I'm on that. I, <laughs> We're like, we got to be out here. Because re- really, I mean, that's what a lot of this shit is. I mean, they're like money cigarettes. I mean, you got to go to work for a reason, right? Are you? Do you love it? Are you passionate about it? Dude, I love my job. Good. Then you're not on, I don't, then I don't think it's like. A cigarette situation. No, but no, like but I, 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 I was smoking a cigarette on my way to work. Sometimes, sometimes too. Another, another big, big factor, factor for why, why 
I'm like, quit. I'm going to, I'm going to quit cigarettes. Not, I, I want to. I'm, I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes. I have to put that in my mind because I still want, I still want to bum a cigarette from you right now. Yeah. Like it's, it's tough. But um, another big one for me is. Um, I don't want to show up somewhere and smell like a fucking cigarette. Yeah. Like, and it got to the point where I was, uh, I was going to my niece's second birthday party and I was in my truck with like cigarettes in there. And I was like, Oh, I was like kind of reaching for them. And I was like, Oh, don't want to show up to this party smelling like a cigarette and my mom's there. my mom knows knew that i smoked but, but like, you don't want to walk in reeking like advertising yeah i didn't want to walk in it's like why does uncle matt smell so weird exactly i didn't want to smell like a fucking cigarette like picking up my niece and stuff so so like i wouldn't smoke before i went to like a family function and it's like if I if I'm doing that, then why why don't I just stop altogether? Like why 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 do I want to smell like a cigarette like at any point? And you can you have to understand this. Like if somebody walked into like your house and you're just like God damn, like that dude is a walking cigarette. Like yeah, it you well it becomes like the thing that you are. And honestly, weirdly enough, like I noticed this uh, being missing you so much as I have. I've like looked back in a lot of our pictures and for whatever reason, I always feel the need to have a cigarette in the picture. I don't know. I guess I think it makes me cooler. I don't really fucking know. But I actually smoke the less out of both of us. But like that is a thing because you you become that thing like you identify as that shit. And that's kind of weird, right? Yeah, it is really Like, that's kind of weird to be like, this nope, this is me. It's this thing, which also, hello, is going to kill you. Yes. It's going to absolutely kill you. And, like, at least smoking a bunch of weed, I mean, that's just going to make you feel uncomfortable because you got too high. Shit happens. But, like, at least that doesn't – that's what's – I think that's the subtlety of like a cigarette. It it like gives you a good feeling, but maybe not. It's like cigarette, like CBD oil is the new cigarette. Jewel, in my opinion, jewel. like CBD oil is that like, oh, I feel a little bit, but I'm not getting high. Like I feel a little better, but it's like the good for you version of a cigarette. And I think that's why us and probably the people a little bit after us are probably gonna live a lot longer. Vaping, only be- vaping is the new cigarette. Yeah, C- dude. CBD is the. Um, wa- va- I don't think vaping's the new cigarette. Like, I mean it more in like a, a sense of where, like, dude, you obviously people get something out of smoking a cigarette. It's crazy to to pretend they don't, because why would anyone do that? But that's the same thing with CBD. Like, you have long been like that shit doesn't work and i kind of agree with you but at the same time i don't because that shit does work like a cigarette works oh i'm just but in a good way that's not how i said it i would i would never look you in the eye and and with cbd be like that shit doesn't work i've never conducted an experiment on it i think my more of more or less what my words were to you were in my mind i think that this is more of a placebo 
and this um this does not work for me yeah does a cigarette work though i mean no but you but it's addiction see mm. so cbd's not addictive that we could tell so far and I, it's it's not right like i don't i don't know it's not but like the addictive chemicals inside of a cigarette like they keep you smoking yeah that's true they straight up put shit in there that's like it's it's like a cat's dick that shit it's a boner and then it just barbs into you and you ain't getting out of there exactly until it makes you come what email email do we got an email <laughs> i sorry i, I was I, getting i, I was getting I'm sorry, to the point I, we kind of went a long long way there i was getting to the point um where I would measure like time in cigarettes. Like if I was driving, yeah. if I was driving somewhere, so like a two cigarette drive. There. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there in like two cigarettes, and that's like yeah. that's like twenty minutes. That's not good. No. So it was a it was a thing. And uh, can I hit that jewel though? Okay. Yeah, you want to hit this jewel? Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, you mind? No, not at all. What happened to your pinky, bro? Oh, I smashed it with uh, actually someone I was working on something with smashed it with a wrench. It's been this way for uh, it's it's blue. It's been this way for a little bit. Dude, you look you look hard, man. I am hard. You look hard. Oh, I'm super hard. Dude, right you now. look like you got a boner. Dude, I do. Uh, so these jewels are normally like sixty bucks. You want some money for the hit? Oh no! For like the for like the startup kit, and the reason the reason that I got it was because it was on sale for like thirteen dollars, and I was like, "Well, I'll give this a fucking try." Let's go, yeah. dude! I'm glad you should do it. I'm glad for you. I won't give you a cigarette, no matter what I, you say. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna ask for one this week. Like I'm I'm strong enough this week. I'm not gonna give you one ever again. Okay. Right now. Well, that sounds good too. Do we get an email? We got an email. Do we have a fucking email? We got another, um... <laughs> email. <laughs> email. Email. Yeah. Um, we got another email from Mr. Weirdo. This motherfucker. I'm gonna figure this shit out. I'm going to figure out who the fuck this motherfucker is. I kind of think I might know. But I'm going to keep that on the low because I have a full-on... I full-on launched an investigation. And I'm going to find this motherfucker. Alright, no. Sorry, no I'll stop doing keyboard. that. No more keyboard. <laughs> okay. Um, this one was sent a while ago, but uh, here we go. I hope I'm not too late. I know Matt's schedule has been different, which is causing the podcast to be recorded during different times. With that said, Matt, what is Jared's best attribute? Son of a bitch. Okay. Okay. I would like. That's it. Oh no! I'm. I'm. We're gonna take him in stride. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm going to uh, answer. I just need to know who you are. Who? Who, Mister Weirdo is? I understand. I'm trying to wrap my head around this, cause I'm gonna find this motherfucker. Out. Okay. Guys. I'm gonna bust him out. It is nothing that we would ever do on air because uh, you don't need to hear Jared consoling me 
with life things. Um, but but Jared's best attribute, real life, is uh, he's he's the best advice giver, and he's also he's also really really good at analogies. Like life is like a boat going into the fucking setting sun. Like Forrest Gump. Like you, like he he's really good at that. Like he's read enough um life help books. To, to to do that do for that you, for like you. oh, actually, what's actually, going, what's on, going with on with you right you now? now? And, and Jared, you're Jared, very you're very good at that, and I I, I love, love you for it. it. That's one of the one reasons, of the reason, many reasons reason why I love you, you, is because, because you do not um um, um shame. shame. You don't shame. You you're just like, oh, dude, you're doing this because of this, and life is like this, and. This situation, this situation is like, is if, like you if you were a rose petal, petal. Like, like you you're, you're able, able to just like spit out these things that are just like holy shit like yeah, yeah I, am. I am i am a, a fucking rose petal. petal damn dude you are a rose petal man and so, and that's, so why, that's why damn did i say that once that is that is, um, that is that your is best, best attributes thank you um, um, also, also you're, dude, you're handsome. You're a handsome. Just regurgitating shit that I've read. You're you're a handsome gentleman, and um, just like the love that you're able to get, give, like the love that you're able to give is remarkable. Jesus, Mister Weirdo, tearing us apart, but also bringing us together. <laughs> this is where it gets a little hairy. Then it says, um. Oh, 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 it says, it says, what is my worst? Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. I, see I see the experiment that he's got going on here. So I'm, is he doing a thing? Yes, I do. Mr. Weirdo is pulling an experiment here. So, bitch, I knew he would. So, so Jared, I want to know now, uh, Mr. Weirdo wants to know now, what, what are my best attributes? My is in you. Me, yeah, me. Yeah, me. Uh, so, Jared, what are Matt's best attributes? Dude, I'll probably say that to me is showing up to a place and everyone's just like, "Oh, what up? He's here!" Like, like I've actually rode on the coattails of that. Not, not, not only like physically, actually, but like have tried to be that way like showing even if it's like not at a place you know like if you go to like 7-Eleven or if you go to a fucking Family Express and to have the person that's giving you coffee be like oh what's up man and like have that like basically being able to be yourself in public and make other people glad that you've come that sort of thing does that make sense yeah. am I being too vague where it's like you can walk into a room and even if someone's having like a bad day stocking shelves, they're just happy to see you. Like they're just like, oh shit. And like infecting those people in a good way and being like, all right. And asking them a weird question, making them laugh, making them a little uncomfortable. But at the same time, they just enjoy the experience. It's what I imagine like a non-famous Bill Murray type person. You know what I mean? How there's all those stories about Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that dude. But also just like he's not like a he he lets that affect people in a good way. Like and that's how I feel like when you show up, that's how it is. And I aspire to do that. 
just like this Sasquatch of just like, we got to see him. And just this fun time happened, and it just, there it is. I, I hope I explained that correctly, but that's my favorite attribute about you. And that's I'll honestly like that's I I aspire to be that. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm feeling like negative. I'm like, well, what would Matt do? And I'll be like, ha ha, and I'll say like a awkward joke. And it makes me a better person from doing that. Just but but from being like, watching you pump gas, you know, it's just like crazy. The most mundane things become magical. It's just like seeing a unicorn. It's it's a that's that's where I'm. That at. actually means a lot to me, and it. I, I'm not even kidding you when I said that I had a feeling rush over me, like when you said that, like it was like happy, sad, mm-hmm. and I got, I got, I get that. you know what I mean? Like I got kind yeah. of like, no, for sure. Yeah. I got kind of like literally a feeling through me that when you were talking about me, which I don't like, I mean, it's weird to sit here and talk about each other. I don't like, I don't like people talking about me at all. It also makes sense that you would be a magical unicorn and I would be the the therapist writing you being like, well, this is why you feel magical. And then we ride into the sunset. The, you know? so, it makes so, sense. So that was just like the first thing that came to mind. There there are so many reasons, so many more reasons. No, for sure. Why. We don't have to keep yeah, I'm doing not gonna, We don't have to keep doing I'm not going to, but like first thing that came to mind, like obviously that. No, for sure. I'm right there with you, man. So, I think so, they're right there. So now, okay, now that we've done that, I'm going to go back to me. And it says, and Mr. Weirdo wants to know what is my, um, what is my, my worst. So what is my, Ooh, Mr. Weirdo playing those games. What is my worst attribute? Um, so I think that my worst attributes. Are you doing yourself? Yes, I'm doing, because. So we get to do ourselves. Yes, next, work for worst. That's better. Um, my worst attributes would have to be. Um, my, my, my susceptibility, my susceptibility to, to addictions, addictions. Not, not and and when, and I, when say I say that, that I, don't I don't mean I don't mean like the hard things. I'm lucky, and they're not bad addictions. Look, yeah, I'm not. Well, what's what's a good addiction? Yeah, you're right. What's a good addiction? You're right. I'm I'm actually wrong. I'm um, I so I'm not saying like functional. Yes. So I'm yeah functional addictions. Yes. But, uh, but you're doing okay. But, like, but, also, but also socially, socially acceptable, acceptable addictions. Yes, which is weird. Yes, like I'm, that that, I'm not, that, that, I'm that's not doing. I'm not popping pills. I'm not. I'm not doing heroin. I'm not doing cocaine. I'm not. I'm not doing things like I'm not doing non-socially things. But like we just talked about, like my addictions to cigarettes. My addiction, my addiction to, to I'm I'm uh, border, I'm pretty pretty into um, addiction uh, like alcoholism. Um, yeah, not, we're we're dipping our toes in it. I think we're waiting in the honestly, you and I, we're waiting in the kiddie pool of alcoholic addiction. Very, we haven't jumped in the deep end yet, but we're very functioning. We're very functioning. we're not gonna drown. We're not gonna drown, but. We're still in the pool. Yes. You know? We're still in the pool. Um my what what else is like a bad bad uh, attribute of me? Um I think that I'm I think that I'm very quick to uh 
Man, you know what? I don't. I I've, I've got I've got, I've got many I've got dude many. I, we could but probably like, go for like eight hours about our own and this is where Mister Weirdo is so diabolically genius where he, he we build it we we just built build we built ourselves up and now we're tearing ourselves down he's Hitlering us but also maybe he's like a genius in a way where this isn't bad like. Think about all your worst attributes. Think about them. There's there's plenty of them. Right. I'm not, I'm I'm just trying to think of like the worst of the worst because I'm in that jewel. I'm not um I'm not anywhere close to perfect, but I'll right because you could go anywhere. So you're going worst of the worst. The worst one was your affinity for addiction. That that was yours. And habits, yeah. Habits and addiction. And. Dude, that's not that bad. Mm, but it it affects my day to day life. It does. Like like I will to to the point where I'll start drinking when I get off of work sometimes. So that's and then I'm in the, I've got things that I've got to do. Like I've got to uh, do simple things. Like I gotta go buy deodorant. I have to go to Target and go buy deodorant. I need I need body wash. Yeah, and I'll just and I'll just like be like ah, nah. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, dude, that's that. That's that. Honestly, like some of that shit. That's that kind of dragon. That is it going to be a dragon that helps or hurts you? You know, because sometimes that shit will help. Like I have an affinity for addiction as well, but also like sometimes that shit helps. If I just, I need about a couple beers. I gotta talk about. I gotta go talk to four motherfuckers, and I show up, and I'm just like, hey. And it's like fun, and it's just like holy shit, psh, 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 high fives, like shit's happening now, you know. I, I, um, if I may, I, go I actually just thought of because I'm thinking about it as we go. Let's go. I, I thought of one other attribute of mine that it's not necessarily a negative, but it might be a negative for me. And what that is is I have a very difficult time. Saying Saying no, no. I I, like. like, Hey, you want to do blah blah? blah? Yes. Uh, Hey, do you want to do gaga? Yes. Hey, are you interested in blah blah? Yes. And and I spread myself so thin that like, for for the past month, my life has been like. On Monday I have this. On Tuesday I have this. On Wednesday I have this. On Thursday I have this. Like I have. I have no time. You become a yes man. Dude. I have I have no time for myself. Where and you're you're supposed. Damn it! Can I drink this beer? Yeah. Do you want to split it? Maybe we'll split it. Let's split it. I'm already taking it from you. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. And I'm so sorry. And, and, and that might not seem like a negative thing to like to people but it is kind of a negative thing to me because like there are times when i want to get off of work and i want to i want to go home do nothing i want to take out my contacts i want to make myself dinner making myself dinner is something that i haven't done in so long dude you're you're 100 a yes man oh you do that shit all the time i watch you i've actually i've actually been on the receiving end of it i'm just like hey man can you help me with this and then because we're we're friends like you know how sometimes you're like friends with people like it's not even 2d it's like 3d where you kind of see their whole life and you're just like oh 
Like, uh, you ask them a thing, like, here. You're like, hey, man, can you with this? Like, yeah, dude, I'll be over there. And then you, but you also know other shit. You know what I'm saying? And then so I'm just like, oh, he, he can't make it. Like, he's just, he's saying yes because he's, like, that's, he's being a yes man right now. And then you just can't make it. And I know you can't make it. And she was like, oh, it's cool, man. Like, that shit. And then my time management skills. That's probably another, like, bad attribute of mine. Dude, add on add on a, a fucking couple nights of boozing. Oh, yeah. <sighs> We're done. We're toast. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Jared. Now... Now we're, now getting, we're getting ready, ready to, to say, say Jared, Jared, what are, what your, are your worst attributes? I couldn't. Man, I was waiting for you to ask. Um, Suicidal? Not really. So, yeah. I'm just it, was, it, was, it was for a minute. It was for a minute. But actually, that shit. Dude, when you are, there is. it looks like it's like a switch and you're in a dark room and then all of a sudden someone flips on the switch and you're like who turned that light on and then that's when shit gets scary but not that way anymore what it really is is uh fucking negativity negativity judging other people and not being happy with yourself you think you, you think you judge other people mm-hmm. wow you really hide that well well then because no, I look at every person, I'm like, you don't get it because of this. Like, and that's like my big thing to try to, that, that's what I'm trying to fix. Is I look at motherfuckers and I'm like, you don't fucking know shit. You like Taylor Swift. Like, it, I don't know. I just get so judgmental very quickly. And what I would like to do is I would like to not do that and be like, this is a person. We have commonality and we actually need each other to get through this shit. And those are my hardest things because I want to be alone. I want silence and I want to listen to what I like to listen to. And that's difficult because that shuts you off to everyone. And my honestly, one of my big fears is to just honest, like shut everyone out and just be alone and just eventually slowly die. So with that being said, I think it's a lot of uh, negative, like being mad at someone for no reason. I instantly see someone and I identify them as an enemy when they shouldn't be an enemy. They should be an ally, and I think most people should be. And, uh, yeah, that's I'm just a negative cunt, honestly. I'm like a curly shrimp of a cunt negative person. That's what I feel like a lot of times. I just hate everyone and everything, and I'm trying not to be that way. Ooh. Wow. Oop, sorry. I just diarrheaed there. That was some mouth diarrhea no, that just came out of my brain hole. That's what Mr. Weirdo was asking. Damn, that, he got me. For that kind of stuff. Sorry, Mr. Weirdo. I love you. So um, he goes on to say, the curiosity in me strikes. Will either of you pick something that the other considers is the worst attribute in themselves? Um, we, we didn't do that, and I... Um, I've read this email already, and I and I answered honestly. So I didn't obviously know your response, what your response was going to be. But we didn't we didn't pick um, something that we liked about you that I liked about you right, right, right. that you didn't like about yourself. But dude, what we what we what we could see from there is the reason, and we've talked about this here. But I met you 
through a thing that I normally wouldn't do. Right. Through right. a thing of not who I was. And there was... Something was drawn there, dude. Do you think it was because I was being the person, the... the I'm not saying this about myself. And, no, say and, but, it. Please, um, please, yeah, who gives yeah, a shit? But, like, do you think that it was, like... Um, how you how described you me as like the unicorn, like a yes, unicorn I do, and how yes, I yes, I absolutely do. Honestly, I I really do. We were, we and, were in, a, in a public setting. You also weren't like a a douche. Like you know how someone's just like being like, "Hey, I'm the guy." Like it was a so like backlit set kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know when you're like just because and honest. That's who I try to be as well. And I'm just like, oh, I, I, you kind of get on the line, same lines as someone. Like you're two birds sitting on a power line. You pick the same power, like that sort of thing. There's something going on, like there's something going on there where it's like, I know this dude ain't a douche. But I also know that he's like, he, out there. Yeah. You know? That sort of shit. I was a little out there. You can put yourself out there, but you can also not be a douche. But that's very that's a very delicate task Oof, and that is, to understand. And honestly, that is such a compliment to me because I what you gonna do? I I go through life. I go through life. You've been we've been we've been trading beers. Damn, I forgot. I forgot that this was the beer, dude. I've been drinking. I got a keyboard here. Okay. I'll play. Um. I I I got so distracted because you you took a sip from another beer that <laughs> was empty was completely empty. Okay. Okay. Uh, it says the, the curiosity in me strikes. Will either of you pick something that the other considers is the worst ab- attributes of themselves? We may only find out with a few answers from both of you. Matt, I think you have a sweet ass and a and badass personality. Jared, oh, Jared, I think I your think beard, beard is, is quite, quite Ginny Tingly. Ginny Tingly? G I N E Y. The fuck does that mean? Tingling. Ginny Tingling? Ginny Tingling? Did I eat this person out? I don't understand. And and your sense of humor is fucking great. Love you guys, and I can't wait to hear your responses, Mr. Weirdo. Damn. So, so he, he this bro, I think I've eaten Mr. Weirdo out. <laughs> they, he, clearly talking about my beard being tangly, but he or gingerly, Mr. But it's not right. Mr. Weirdo, Mr. Weirdo also, also said, said that, that I have a nice ass. ass so. so, have we double teamed anyone? Not recently. No. What was the last question then? There was no there was question. No it was just like just compliments. Yeah, it was just. It's nice to hear. Yeah. Mr. Weirdo, we appreciate you, and I'm going to find you. I've uh, What I like to do in my life is when people wrong things or wrong people that I love or wrong myself, I launch investigations, and I've just launched one against you. I will find you. So fucking welcome to the fucking poster board, bitch. I'm going to find you. Sorry I called you bitch. I didn't really mean that because you, you did a kindness for us. So, But welcome to the game. Cause I Sherlock hoes, baby. We Sherlock hoes. Let me hit that. Ooh, um, that jewel. Sherlock hoes. So as far as everything else, it's goes, not that bad. <laughs> it's like it hurts like a cigarette. I was worried it wouldn't hurt, <laughs> but it hurts. 
Do you want to... Final thoughts, Matt. Dude, we went long, dude. Thanks for coming back. I missed you, man. I feel like, honestly, I felt like... Brokeback Mountain, dude. I missed you. I, I tried to quit you. I couldn't I couldn't quit you. I'm glad you couldn't. Jared, I felt like Brokeback Mountain, too. Actually, speaking of Brokeback Mountain, it's funny that you should bring that up. Is this Brokeback Mountain, too? T-O-L? <laughs> We're also broke back mountain. It's funny that you bring up broke back mountain because the other day at work, so there were people talking about uh, movies that they've recently watched, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, it's like this this action film because it's Carpenter, so they have they have have to be like, it's this action film. They're like doing blah blah like it's really. They took his dog. They killed it. He took a pill and he started beating everybody. It's really badass. It's really badass. And then that's and then when that's I chimed in, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm yeah, normally I'm not into love, like love stories by any means. Rom coms. Yeah, but but the other day I I put on this I put on this uh, love story, and it was it was actually really really heartwarming and romantic. It's like, what was it called? And I was like, uh, Brokeback Mountain. And they were just like, What, dude? You you watch Brokeback Mountain? And you gay? But if you but think if about it, Brokeback Mountain was a was a beautiful, was a beautiful love story. story. It was beautiful. But, but at the same time, in that movie, there was cheating going on because those guys were married. Yeah, it's like, dude, just have fun. If you love each other, love each other. You want to? You want me to play us out? Play us out. Sorry, I'm learning still. <laughs> time recorded we did a little thing tonight we got drunk we didn't have a fight we had some fun and we got some poop on your lips got poop on your lips got poop on your lips should i stop yeah no we don't no it's just like Got poop on your lips. Sometimes Remember when we were talking about poop dude, on dude, your lips? Some, sometimes. Remember that? Dude, sometimes less In is more. In the car, more. though? Dude, sometimes less is more. I'll leave a morning more.